The following opinions and ideas are that of the host and or contributors to the Eat This podcast and are for the purposes of general information and entertainment only and do not necessarily reflect the thoughts and ideas of the distributor. Just like a mouthful of sunshine. I have learned so much from you. Fresh is always better. To me, I'm just like amazed. Great for everyone. I love your advice, by the way. Amazing. Eat This with Leanne Phillipson. are bad for you. Fat-free anything is good for you. Milk makes your bones strong. Kids need to drink milk. Lots of milk. You need to eat meat for protein. Vegetables, they don't have protein. Margarine is better than butter. Celery juice and Welch's grape juice are a cure-all. Cholesterol, ooh, ooh, it's bad for you. Eat less, exercise more, and you'll lose weight. How about this one? Strawberry, raspberry, and vanilla flavor comes from the anal glands of a beaver. (laughs) Say what? (laughs) Myths, myths, myths. The list is long and so, so wrong. But what's right? What can you believe? On today's... (laughs) Still laughing about the anal glands. (laughs) On today's Eat This episode, food and nutrition myths busted. You know when someone tells you something with authority and confidence and you feel like you should listen? Whoever is telling you might be a trusted source or not, but it sticks and you have another morsel of information flying around in your brain that you end up living your life to. Myths can start from a study, maybe it's flawed or otherwise. Think of the cholesterol and eggs one. That was one that was a mess to start and yet it lasted for decades. The study where the recommendation of not eating too many eggs and that eggs raise your cholesterol came from a a really flawed study where they used powdered eggs and then they studied that not real eggs so for years and years going to your doctor saying you've got high cholesterol you better lower it don't eat too many eggs the disconnect has been around for decades so can you eat eggs like you can eat as many eggs as you want eggs do not raise your cholesterol If you have high cholesterol, there's bigger things going on than your scrambled eggs you just had for breakfast. I asked on my social media channels for anyone's best diet and nutrition myth, and I think Ryan's wins hands down. And the winner is... Who's the big winner? Everyone. When Ryan was a kid, he said that his mom started a corker of a self-serving myth just for her. Because she didn't like red cabbage... She told him that eating it would make you go blind. (laughs) He said it stuck with him well into his adulthood, where he was truly convinced because, you know, mom said so. Go, mom! Woo! Yo, mom! You rock! A myth I hear from my clients, they share this with me fairly often, is about their metabolism. Just to be clear, your metabolism is the process in which your body converts what you eat and you drink converts it into energy. 
and that's what helps you keep going through the day. Just like your car's engine is burning oil and gas to get from A to B. The misinformation that I hear that they have a fast metabolism, so therefore they have regular bowel movements. And on the flip side, if they have a slow metabolism, it means they're like they're essentially constipated. <laughs> Well, your metabolism has nothing to do with your bowel habits, people, and everything to do with how fast your body burns food that you eat for energy. If it's fast, you might have more muscle mass, or maybe you're just naturally built that way. You need to eat regularly, otherwise, you tend to lose weight faster than most. Those with a slow metabolism. Well, they burn energy slowly, so even looking at that brownie has them jumping up a dress size or a waist size. Okay, well, like not exactly true, so don't go adding that to your myths. But for those who can't get away with eating any extras or they gain weight, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That is exactly what I needed to hear. In my Sprout Right practice, where I speak with new parents about their babies and toddlers, I've been told that doctors have told these newbie parents don't really know what they're doing just yet. That mom needs to drink milk to make breast milk. And if you only breastfed your baby and don't start giving them solid food from around four months of age, you're actually starving your child. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Another myth that was shared on Facebook was you can only get protein from animal sources. Now, I actually think that this myth and this way of thinking is quite common. I really hope. That with all the plant-based discussion of late, including one of my earlier podcasts, that this is changing. All plants have protein. We need that like on a billboard. I think that's how anyone who's eating a vegan diet survives. While I'm not a hundred percent on board with a vegan diet forever, it certainly can help to alleviate a whole bunch of symptoms, including inflammation, pain, heart disease, and way more. While any plant-based or vegan individual does need to be more aware of where they're getting their protein from, and have a variety of beans and grains and nuts and seeds to make up for that five-ounce fillet that you know any other meat eater might have, it is absolutely possible to get enough protein from a plant-based diet. Now I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. That five-ounce steak I was talking about has around thirty, thirty-five grams of protein. Now, if you're taking that out, don't think that you got to replace it in one meal. Have some broccoli throughout the day. Add in some nuts and seeds onto a salad. Maybe some hummus or some chickpeas. Lentils, fabulous protein that really do rival a lot of meat. So it's absolutely possible to get that much into you every single day. I love this one that Karma shared. Celery juice is a cure-all. And further to that, that detoxing via a juice fast is best. Oh boy, the detox myth. This is a doozy. So let's break this one down because I know that you've probably heard it all. When anyone says I have to do a cleanse, it's that essentially means you put yourself on a detox for like five to seven days, sometimes more. And a person who's doing this is very typically quite evangelical about shouting it from the rooftops and saying, "Let your body detoxify." Well, folks, we have a liver 
We have a gallbladder. We've got our kidneys. We have our bowels and a bunch of other internal organs that work together and detoxify every moment of every single day. Not just when you decide that you're going to change your diet to allow it. Having to rid your diet of meat, caffeine, alcohol, gluten, sugar, dairy, or anything that's processed for these five, seven, or maybe even 30 days not only makes you feel awful, especially in the beginning, but I think it's an unnecessary step towards better health. I'd much rather that you find a way to lessen all of that every day, all year long. Going off all your vices, your morning coffee, it really can lead to the lows of deprivation right along with the highs of losing those five pounds that you've wanted to for ages. Then once you're done, your five or seven or whatever many days, you're most likely to put that weight back on and then some. Eat This with Leanne Philipson. I think although the low-fat myth should really be dead by now, I'll hazard a guess that it's lurking somewhere in the back of your brain. The low-fat revelation began in the 70s that we should follow a low-fat diet to prevent heart disease. The fact that this was not based on solid scientific evidence and should have never been introduced is is really not a surprise at all. The original study where all this started is way too simplistic and based on a small number of unhealthy men. Fat-free, low-fat, and light products are still crammed on our supermarket shelves. So really, you're forgiven for not moving past this one, even today. But honestly, think of fat-free chips or maybe even your Pringles. If you think that that's healthy, it has to ring alarm bells of inconsistency. Well, I think so anyway. Back then, when this all first came out, my mom fell for this hype too, buying low-fat yogurts, breakfast cereals, and even bread. At one point, I remember going on the Atkins diet with her, and while we took fat out of our diet, we still ate jujubes and bags of them. (laughs) How does that even equate to being marginally healthy? I mean, really, can you say the health benefits of a bag of deep-fried chips offer the same nutrients as, say, an avocado, although the calories are the same? I think not. As trans fats and hydrogenated fats became the thing, we all jumped on board that marketing train. I think the best known is in the case of margarine. What they didn't tell you is that these fats are in fact the ones that'll give you a heart attack, mess with your cells, causing high cholesterol, and blocked arteries. Not the unadulterated kind that you find in butter or even the fat that's in your steak. Now, I'm not suggesting the carnivore diet, so don't get too excited about keto-style bacon for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Just know that the less a food has done to it, The more natural form that it's in, the shorter the ingredient list, the healthier it's likely to be. Body Boost of the Week Vitamin C. In my opinion, it is an unsung hero of the vitamins and does not get nearly enough attention. It has so many benefits for our body, like super healthy skin and promoting a strong immune system. 
The food we eat, how it's farmed, the distance that it travels to have those strawberries in the dead of winter means that it doesn't get to form the natural amount of vitamin C that it once did when we just went out back and picked it. That, along with our 21st century super fast paced lifestyle, means we're all really likely to need a lot more of this vitamin. Vitamin C is water soluble vitamin, so it goes in. It's used, and what and what isn't used is not stored like other vitamins, say vitamin D, for instance. So you constantly need a a regular daily supply of it. Your highest sources of vitamin C from foods include papaya, bell peppers, all the those beautiful colors, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, strawberries, pineapple, orange, kiwis, cantaloupe, melon, and cauliflower. The top things that you need to know about vitamin C is that it protects your cells and your tissues from damage. So important. So let's say if you bruise easily, you get to see that on your skin. Yep, you need more vitamin C. But what you can't see is what's happening on the inside in your organs. Vitamin C also boosts your immunity and gives you a massive helping hand in your overall immune system and its function. If you exercise a lot, your immune system will actually increase the inflammation in your body. Sounds a bit weird, but it's important to repair those muscles that have just been damaged because you've been lifting weights or you've been for a long run. So yes, you too need a lot more vitamin C. Vitamin C it's needed in buckets for your skin because the collagen production needed not only for anti-aging but also for all those blood vessels for your bones for cartilage and have a look in the mirror. How are your gums looking? If they're looking a little bit red and not necessarily pink, they're verging towards red. Yep, you need a lot more vitamin C for that gum disease. It helps your body absorb iron, prevents anemia, and gives you energy. So another great fatigue busting vitamin. And if that wasn't enough, it supports your mood and mental health. In my take this line, I have alkacy, which is an alkaline form, and I've added in tons of extra minerals for energy, immune, and skin health. I've put this particular product into my Vibrant Skin Trio package, along with Skin Boost and Bio Boost. So now you know why. These are just some of the crazy myths that I've busted here. I'd love to hear your favorites over on Instagram or Facebook. Just search out Leanne Phillipson, or leave a comment under the blog post where this episode is on LeannePhillipson.com. The more we see of these, the more we can debunk them. Yeah! Let's get crazy! Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's myth-busting episode. And remember that if there's a topic that you'd like me to do a deep dive into, I'm all ears. Please reach out through any of my social media channels with your feedback, with your questions. If you love the podcast, share it with other people, download it every week. I'm Leanne Phillipson, and remember to eat this one mouthful at a time. <laughs>